right, EO South Africa, welcome to Radio, the EO South Africa podcast. I'm Richard Mulholland. And I'm Ross Drakes. And this is Radio. So the goal of Radio is to uh, share the stories of the South African chapters, the members, and the learnings uh, with the base as a whole. Each each week or each episode, what we hope to do is find uh, a member that we're going to chat to, interview, and get get their knowledge, an in-depth masterclass on what they think about, what got them to where they're going. And on one side, it will let you hear and learn a bit more about uh, the members as part of our organization. But it will also help you learn about some really cool lessons and life hacks that, that happen every single day uh, be, because we have such amazing talents in this organization. I think it's, it's an extension of that conversation you have at lunch with that EO member that you, you enjoy, you learn something from, and you get to steal, steal their learning and take it into your business and actually make yourself more successful. So this is just the, the digital version of that that you can listen to while you're driving, working out, running, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Yeah, it's one of the amazing things for me, uh, being a member for a number of years, is uh, we always bring in these external speakers, but almost everything I need to learn uh, as part of it, as an EO member, I can learn from another EO member. But right now, what we've done is we've hacked into the equipment of another amazing <laughs> member. Uh, we've, uh, you know, like all good EOs, we've managed to uh, steal somebody else's time and, and find a way to do it. And uh, last year in uh, December, I was lucky enough to attend the Global Leadership Academy. If you have not, it was a, a truly life-changing experience. It really was like a, a watershed moment for me. It was the most profound, probably the most profound period of time in my adult life. In fact, when I did a timeline recently again in my forum retreat, I realized that this was one of the one of the six, uh, you know, marks uh, for me in my life. And it was a lot about not so much uh, just the learnings. It was about the people I was there with. And one of the guys I met there that really changed me, uh, that, that he forced me out of my comfort zone, was a guy by the name of Christoph Magnussen. And uh, I was telling him about something that I hoped to do. And he said, uh, you know, I wanted to start a video channel. I've been talking to my business coach about it for months. And he said to me, no, you must do it. And I said, yeah, sure, sure, sure. And he said, cool, when are we going to film one? And then I said, okay, okay, <laughs> okay, we'll film one. And, and then he said to me, so I'll meet you outside the lobby in uh, uh, like 15 minutes. And I was like, Okay, and then the next minute we're walking down, and the next minute I've got a camera in my face, and the next minute I'm recording my first video episode, and more than that, what he has then done is he started a, a WhatsApp group and a Facebook group, and every single week he said, hey man, where's your video? And for the last 15 weeks, I made a video every single week because I'm so scared to let the guy down. And there was so <laughs> and many lessons there. now we have him here for you. <laughs> right, and I thought that the idea being that um, uh, while launching a, a new media tool like a podcast, it would be great to interview a fellow member, but now in this case, I guess, from outside South Africa, uh, that has so much uh, share. So, uh, Christoph, welcome to Radio. Thanks a lot for having me, guys. I appreciate uh, that we can use the equipment here finally. <laughs> I yeah. was looking for a location. <laughs> Perfect. All right, Christoph, do you want to maybe start off by uh, telling us a bit about yourself, uh, maybe your entrepreneurial journey, a mm -hmm. little bit about who you are, uh, and then we'll get into the meat of the episode. Right, so, uh, yeah, my name is Christoph Magnussen, so I'm from the very far north. It's, uh, it's a Danish background, but I'm from the very north of Germany. And um, I started very early on to find, found my first company with 16, actually. It's a catering company and a party company, and that's where it all sparked off. And then I had the feeling, okay, this is what frees me from uh, other people's authority. And that's where, yeah, where it all started. And now I run my third company. Um, it's actually a technology company that's implementing cloud and collaboration tools. So I'm a very German organized tech guy. 
to have <laughs> to one click. <laughs> <It's okay. laughs> always very much on time. And um, no, I love doing it. And what what happened last year actually? I left my comfort zone as well. Um, we decided that our one man show marketing apartment department is me, technically. So sharing content, sharing ideas, and using me as a brand to actually then also help the business grow. But having a very honest approach to share videos, because I love making videos, um, now podcasts, um, a lot of social media stuff. Yeah, so that's, uh, that's where I'm at right now. And my people can work wherever they want. So um, it's very easy to be on the road all the time. That's good. Can I ask you what, what has happened? So you're sharing a lot of content. You're sharing a lot of your kind of your trade secrets and stuff like that. What, is, what have been the upsides and what have been the downsides of kind of that journey um, for you? That's a good question. So... Um, Oh, what was my question? My question was rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> so the upsides definitely have been, um, I learned a lot, like technical-wise. I mean, carrying around cameras and equipment, I learned so much what it means to create. Um, I also learned how much effort it is to constantly create. So I now actually figured it's not like one time having a big hit. It's like do something every day. Um, and that's, there is great feedback out there from it. The downside is that there are people who, um, I would say, I, I differentiate between haters and critics. Critics are, to me, people who really want to help and support and are critical in feedback and say, hey, you should do this or improve that or in the EO style, like I tried this. And then haters react in a very um, interesting way. Like they, they come up to me and say like, oh, how could you make these hipstering videos and why do you need to do like Instagram stuff and so on. So they're they're not going very deep and i had to learn that they are actually reflecting their fear of doing something onto me it, and it's not me like they hate that for the hate reason and the interesting thing is it's not only anonymous people it's also people i know and they're very critical about it but the majority is very happy with that and i get great feedback but it, it hurts if you if you invest like 12 hours in a movie and you send it out there and you really put a lot of heart into it, and then someone's like, what bullshit is that? Like, that hurts, always. Now, do you feel that um, more entrepreneurs should be using the mediums that are available to them to communicate their knowledge? Like, often we are the mm -hmm. leaders and flagships of our business. Do you feel that we should be taking the fact that the democratization of media, video, audio, and these things are tools that are going underutilized by, by, by entrepreneurs? I think so, yes. And um, I, that was why I decided to jump out of my comfort zone and start doing that because I thought it broadens my, my horizon in learning to communicate. And um, I think communication is the core power when it comes to leadership and sparking off ideas. It always starts with communication. And to be able to tell a story, to, to make great content, which is not, hey, I'm here, hey, I'm here, hey, I'm at that guy, and so on. That's like not part of the content. I mean, content story-wise saying like, why should somebody on the other side care? I think that helps to, to shape empathy, which is super important in terms of leadership, at least for me, to like feel, see what is the other person feeling, thinking, and so on. And I think we live in times where it's, it got so easy to share, but it's still only 1% of people actually producing content compared to like what would be possible. I guess that's, and that's a risk, right, as well, though, is that even though there's only 1%, there's still so much that you almost find yourself feeling, what do I have to add? You know, I'm not saying anything new, 
how do you get around that? I guess the realization that not everything has to be new. You just have maybe your voice yeah, or your how audience. Do you, how do you earn your opinion or your, what you kind of want to say? I mean, stories, no matter if it's, it's, if it's rich content or, or, or any, any like factual story, but stories have been around for since mankind, right? And it's always the question to me of perspective, like putting that in my perspective. So this always adds up something to the story. So even if I would say I use a technique from a certain filmmaker or I, I saw something interesting and I use that, I can always use that to spice up my story, but I will always build from that piece and that will give it a bit different touch. And then the second thing is I realize now that people follow me because of me. That is interesting. So they want to hear what I say and what I share because somehow I find maybe a different way to say it, so they affect that. So that's, that's how I see it. I think for context, and maybe we didn't uh, position this well enough at the beginning, uh, Christoph has a very, very active YouTube channel. And various, uh, I mean, twice a week, there are brand new videos coming up there, work tools and... Work day. Work like day. Blog, yeah. And, uh, you know, he's built a really, really great audience around maybe different tools you can use for your work and, and things like that. And, and again, can you I... give totally, us your URL? It's... Christoph Magnusson. Like, if you Google Christoph Magnusson, which is hard to spell, but even with a spelling well, mistake, it should work. <laughs> and we'll put a link in the show notes, yeah. and we'll make sure yeah. that we, we get all of that across. Yeah, I, th there was hard times growing that, because I so didn't have a real audience, right? Mm. So it was like day by day by day. But yeah. So I've actually started a video channel, and one of the lessons for me is it's the first time ever that I have to constantly do something that... Um, Basically, the world is saying they don't want. It's like it's like me doing a talk. The way I've got like fifty or sixty subscribers, and I get maybe a thousand views per video. That's basically like speaking to an audience of a million and only a thousand people clapping. You know, it's going to an audience of a hundred and having two people clap and going back on stage every day. And actually, just that exercise of constantly creating content and putting something out there. And even though I know it's not achieving what I hoped it would achieve, the discipline of, of pushing that has actually put me in an uncomfortable position as an entrepreneur, which I think is very, very powerful. So do you think that shouting into the void uh, and kind of brushing it off and doing it again and, and again and again and sort of repeating it has kind of given you resilience in other areas or, or like helped you with your business in other ways? It's made me uncomfortable and it's, it's taught me that, um, you know, you know, you sometimes have to do the not easy stuff. And the one, when you start your business, it feels like that, right? It feels like you're out there selling, knocking on lots of doors and you're doing that. But as our businesses have grown, like yours, things actually become a little bit easier and we, we, we don't have to do the path of uh, most resistant stuff anymore we can do the path of least resistance stuff and this is going to force me back into that mindset which i think is powerful i'm sure you have some yeah so of course i, I i'm a creator so i love to have feedback and applause that, that's why i'm on stage and i think it's okay to have that um but still i see for me personally that if some videos for example with not great views there were still some right people giving feedback on these videos so i experienced now more and more often that um, I'm invited to talk, like give a talk, give a speech, whatever. And the person comes up to me and said, yeah, I saw a video of you. That's why I hired you. And, and there are people like they, my client said, or also like my, my people said in the company, you're actually not the target group. Like you, ha you target young people. There. And these guys who hired me were like mid-60s. And they said, yeah, I saw you on YouTube. And they most likely are not a subscriber because they, why wouldn't they? They probably don't have a YouTube account, but they saw that video. And then they saw, okay, there's a guy talking. He has a lot of views on the video. And, and I love that topic. I love his style. So this happened now within half a year, like three times already. Just, like just that connection. And the other times were someone else recommending a video to some, some guy. And so 
definitely it's still okay, but of course I love to build a bigger audience. And I'm not a YouTuber, a typical YouTuber. Like that's not the goal. And the net impact of this on your business? I mean, has it mm -hmm. helped you? Are these tools you're creating that help you market your business? Yeah, and definitely. Like first for for our sales department, they always now have great content to share and say like if someone is asking, here is a video about that. For example, a lot of people ask me about video equipment and I made a video about it and I can always not share it so that makes it very easy. And same is true for the tools that we sell. Like we we we're one of the large Google apps for work, like G Suite providers and Office 365. And we always help companies to make a proper decision which way to go, like Google or Microsoft. There is a big difference. And you have material difference. on that. Yes. And so then, although it's broad material for everyone, you're actually creating really great functional sales tools for your sales team. Yes. And then you could say, yeah, but then now you're giving away the secret. For example, in a video next week, we will share our map that we're using for consulting projects. And we have clients in, in automotive, huge companies. And of course, they give money, but they give money for the experience we have with that map. But the tool, we give it away. So someone else could say, hey, I do that with my company. And what I hope is that I get feedback from that. And also they come back to me and reflect maybe new ideas or something. something. So I really believe in like give, putting something out there and then getting feedback on it. Do you think this taps into the, the kind of the new age of branding and marketing where kind of the last thing that we have left is honesty, trust, and kind of, do you think it's kind of using that to, to the benefit of your brand? I think trust is the hardest to communicate. That's what I learned from a great uh, a brand consultant who works with us. But um, I definitely think, yes, um, it's, it kind of changed massively, like rapidly now also. You give away... When you're a brand today, you give part of that into the hands of the people. So that's that's for sure. And um, I would say they trust the opinion if they see you more often and more frequent. And if they have the feeling, okay, he's talking the same language, he understands my my issue, definitely. Yeah. So if, if some of our listeners want to, I mean, all of our non-listeners want to um, start their own kind of podcast or video thing, what are the kind of... What like little pieces of advice would you give to them to kind of to get going? So there are a lot of YouTubers out there who say the equipment doesn't matter and don't worry about that, just get started. I agree. But also this fun around this equipment thing and learning that stuff makes it stick to me. There's it it's just fun to talk about, okay, what camera are you using? How do you use it? And and that keeps you going or me going. Um Honestly, to start, a good thing is using something like Instagram Stories or Snapchat because then you film something, you say you see yourself in the camera and you get a little bit used to it. It feels awkward to work, walk around with a camera in front of your face through town, like a big camera, but after a while you get used to that. And the most important thing is actually to get started. And stories will shape around it. The process of editing will help a lot. And in the beginning, it will be crappy. Why not? I mean, my first videos were crappy, and I learned so much. And now when I see it, I'm like, oh, God, I have to, I have to take that down. But I don't. I, why should I? It's, it's just a part, of, part of the yeah, journey yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. all out there for everyone to yeah, sort but of not see. But not getting started is the biggest mistake. So, you know, and I guess the one thing is maybe maybe kind of wrap it up a little bit for the close of our first episode. Uh, EOR is already by this concept. You know, the, the rest of the world, we almost have to convince that uh, you know, telling your story is still interesting, but this is the very, the very uh, 
premise of, of forum is your gestalt, is we all buy into the fact that we're not saying something fundamentally new, but we're, we're saying something with context. Yeah. And that's what you're saying when, you, when you're a creator, is you're getting behind and saying, hey, just because my idea isn't new, my context may be the one that resonates with you. It's like so, your lens is what people exactly. kind of identify with. And you, so you'll find yourself, uh, and, and that's what I think happens. That's why some people love some podcaster. I do, don't enjoy Gary Vaynerchuk. I think it's amazing what he's doing, but his, his Rich, Rich, we, we're putting this out on the internet, and when yeah. Gary listens to this, yeah. obviously now this is no longer <laughs> yeah. a secret. Sorry, Gary. Yeah. I would say he doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> well, except that the one day when I actually put a tweet out uh, dissing Gary Vaynerchuk, five minutes later, I got a video recording back, and they said, hey, Rich, it's Gary. I'm sorry you feel that way. And I wanted to argue back with them. I thought, okay, you win. <laughs> <laughs> the guy is a master at what he does, but it's yeah. just not my – he doesn't yeah. speak in my language. And I think that's why there's so much space. It's like with an yeah. app store. You know, uh, Apple created a platform, and people all around the world solved problems that they personally thought they had, and there was an audience for yeah. the – 500 people who have that problem. And I think that's what it is. There is an audience for, even if there's a global audience of a 1,000 people who want to hear my contextual uh, way of solving a specific problem because it resonates with them. And I think there's that audience for everyone. Everybody, yeah. every one of our members has an amazing opportunity. And the truth is, you know if you want to. You know if you're the one. And I guess that leads to why we're doing this now, is that Ross and I really uh, feel that um, there's just so much we want to extract. And we want to try and find uh, all the cool stories around EO, and we want to find you guys. So if you have an amazing story, if you'd love to be interviewed on the podcast, if you'd like to share and jump on and talk about a topic and share that with members, uh, we'd love to hear from you. And um, we're going to include the email address in the show notes because we don't have it yet. <laughs> we're very, very professional. This is a professionally run organization. Yes. But yeah, but, but um, uh, that's it for me. I'm really, really excited. And thanks so much for listening this far on the uh, first episode. And going to hand over. And Christoph, thanks very, very much for being with us. I really, really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Yeah, that's great. And um, handing over to Ross to close us out. I mean, Christoph, just one last question. I mean, obviously you're doing video. Do you find that being ridiculously good looking has helped with the, the videos? Like, do you think people just watch so they can see you and watch you kind that's of I on screen? <laughs> that's why that's, I watch that's it. That's very kind of you. Very <laughs> kind of you. My, wife is, my wife is listening to that. So <laughs> Your wife is also very it. pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is now good for my ego. <laughs> I cut my hair shorter now, so that's, uh, that's maybe a reason. Okay. Yeah, he's got that very much uh, uh, Jason Statham look, uh, a skinny German Jason Statham. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks uh, for having me, right. guys. Cool. Thank you very much, guys. And um, we'll release our next episode in, should we just commit, two weeks' time. In two weeks' time, the next episode of this podcast will be out. Nice. Catch you then. You have been listening to Radio. I'm your host, Ross Drakes, and my co-host is Rich Maholland. Thanks for Christoph Magnuson for um, paying for all of the gear that we recorded this on. You are a beautiful, beautiful man. Radio is a production of the Entrepreneurs' Organization in South Africa. If you are a business owner and would like to find out more, go to eonetwork.org. A shout out to our strategic alliance partners, 10XE, Bidvest, LabourNet, and ExecCare. You guys are awesome. Podcast was made possible by the Global Communications Committee. Jamie Keating and the team of the GCC, you are what makes EO great. Brian Bro is that feeling you get when you put your hand in your old winter jacket and you find 200 Rand you forgot about last season. We would love to get your input. Please send it to radio at eosa.co.za.
thanks, and we'll see you in two weeks. All right, peace out. <laughs>